Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Book of Mormon podcast. This is going to be for Ether, Chapter 4. Most of this and uh, the next one are going to be pretty much doctrinal in nature. This is going to tell us a little bit about what's going on with the uh, plates and things like that. So, Ether chapter 4, verse 1. And the Lord commanded the brother of Jared to go down out of the mount from the presence of the Lord and write the things which he had seen. And they were forbidden to come unto the children of men until after that he should be lifted up upon the cross. And for this cause did King Mosiah keep them, that they should not come unto the world until after Christ should show himself unto his people. And after Christ truly had showed himself unto his people, he commanded that they should be made manifest. After the Savior's visit, the vision of the book of the brother of Jared was made known to the Nephites because they were such a righteous people for 200 years. But then it was sealed up again and, and Mosiah, or uh, it was not shown into the people and it's been sealed up since then. Verse 3, And now after that they have all dwindled in unbelief, and there is none save it be the Lamanites, and they have rejected the gospel of Christ. Therefore I am commanded that I should hide them up again in the earth. Behold, I have written upon these plates the very things which the brother of Jared saw. Moroni got to read the brother of Jared's plates, or brother of Jared's vision. Uh, continuing verse 4, And there never were greater things made manifest than those which were made manifest unto the brother of Jared. Elder McConkie says, Even the true saints, the believing disciples, those who have accepted the gospel and received the gift of the Holy Ghost, are not prepared to receive all things. We have the fullness of the everlasting gospel, meaning we have every truth, power, priesthood, and key needed to enable us to gain the fullness of salvation in our Father's kingdom. But we, do, but, but we do not have and are not yet prepared to receive the fullness of gospel truth. This is perfectly illustrated by the fact that we do not have the sealed portion of the Book of Mormon. That treasure house of Holy Writ contains an account of the creation of the world, of the dealings of God with men in all ages, of the second coming of the Son of Man, and of the millennial era when the earth shall rest and Zion prosper to the full, all of which we are not prepared to receive. The doctrines revealed to the brother of Jared and which are recorded in the sealed portion of the Book of Mormon were had among the Jaredites. They were known to the Nephites during their golden era. Certainly they were known and taught in Enoch's Zion, but when the Lehite people dwindled in unbelief, Moroni was commanded to hide them up. Elder Maxwell said, the sealed portion yet to come forth will be very valuable. In fact, this sweeping portion will contain a revelation from God from the beginning of the world to the ending thereof. Such a cumulative record yet to be revealed is something to be awaited with anxious expectation in that time to come in the which nothing shall be withheld as the prophet Joseph Smith was promised in the prison temple in Doctrine and Covenants section 121, verse 5. Wherefore, the Lord hath commanded me to write them, and I have written them, and he commanded that I should seal them up. And he also hath commanded that I should seal up the interpretation thereof, wherefore I have sealed up the interpreters according to the commandment of the Lord. Moroni wrote his account of the vision of the brother of Jared on the plates of Mormon, but he was commanded by the Lord to seal up this, this account. Joseph Smith was commanded not to translate this sealed portion. It is not absolutely clear what portion of the plates of Mormon was sealed. Joseph Smith simply said the volume was something near six inches in thickness, a part of which was sealed. George Q. Cannon said that about one-third was sealed. 
whereas Orson Pratt maintained that the sealed portion comprised about two-thirds of the plates. Neither of these two brethren indicate they were obtained that where they obtained their information. And uh, also we think that uh, the sealed portion may have actually been covered in wax, according to uh, David Whitmer's description of the, of the plates uh, looking like they were, were solid wood. George Q. Cannon said that about a third was sealed, and Orson Pratt said about two-thirds, so we don't know which is right. I think the traditional view is that it's probably about two-thirds of, of the plates were sealed. Verse 6, For the Lord said unto me, They shall, meaning the sealed portion, not go forth unto the Gentiles until the day that they shall repent of their iniquity and become clean before the Lord. If we are sufficiently righteous, we too may read the sealed portion of the Book of Mormon and read the vision of the brother of Jared. And in that day, meaning the millennial day, that they shall exercise faith in me, saith the Lord, even as the brother of Jared did, that they may become sanctified in me, then will I manifest unto them the things which the brother of Jared saw, even to the unfolding unto them all my revelations, saith Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of the heavens and of the earth, and all things that in them are. Kenneth Anderson said, Now since the brother of Jared and many others obtained sanctification, which was their key to great knowledge, eternal life in the presence of God, how can we obtain the same today? The use of the word unfolding verifies an orderly gaining of faith and gradual sanctification process. Learning to live the principles of the gospel and receive instructive revelation from the Holy Ghost does not happen all at once. It is a growing and maturing process, just as it was for the brother of Jared. However, the same sanctifying and revelatory process is available to the saints today. For he that believeth these things which I have spoken, him will I visit with the manifestations of my spirit, and he shall know and bear record. For because of my spirit he shall know that these things are true. Elder McConkie said, From these revelations we learn that there are no limitations placed upon any of us. Revelations are not reserved for a limited few or for those called to positions of importance in the church. It is not position in the church that confers spiritual gifts. It is not being a bishop, a stake president, or an apostle that makes revelation and salvation available. These are high and holy callings which open the door to the privilege of great service among men. But it is not a call to a special office that opens the windows of revelation to a truth seeker. Rather, it is personal righteousness. It is keeping the commandments. It is seeking the Lord while he may be found. God is no respecter of persons. He will give revelation to me and to you on the same terms and conditions. I can see what Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon saw in the vision of the, of the degrees of glory, and so can you. I can entertain angels and see God. I can receive an outpouring of the gifts of the Spirit, and so can you. Anthony Ivans said, This sealed portion of the record which came into the hands of Joseph Smith but was not translated by him so far as we are aware, the abridgment made by Mormon, the record of Ether, and the other sacred records which were deposited in the Hilkamora still lie in their repository awaiting the time when the Lord shall see fit to bring them forth, that they may be published to the world. Whether they have been removed from the spot where Mormon deposited them, we cannot tell, but this we know, that they are safe under the guardianship of the Lord, and that they will be brought forth at the proper time, as the Lord has declared they should be, for the benefit and blessing of the people of the world, for his word never fails. Verse 8, And he, will, and he, he that will contend against the word of the Lord, let him be accursed, and he that shall deny these things, let him be accursed. For unto them will I show no greater things, saith, saith Jesus Christ, for I am he who speaketh. Elder McConkie said, How can those who do not believe and obey the law already given ever expect to receive more revelation from on high? 
If men will not believe the Book of Mormon, they shut out of their lives the other revelations that have, that have come in this dispensation. And if they do not believe all that God has now revealed, what justification would there be for him to reveal other great and important things pertaining to his earthly affairs and his heavenly kingdom? Verse 9, and at, my great, and, at, and at my command the heavens are opened and are shut, and at my word the earth shall shake, and at my command the inhabitants thereof shall pass away, even so as by fire. And he that believeth not my words believeth not my disciples, and if it so be that I do not speak, judge ye, for ye shall know that it is I that speaketh at the last day. But he that believeth these things which I have spoken, him will I visit with the manifestations of my spirit, and he shall know and bear record, for because of my spirit he shall know that these things are true, for a persuadeth men to do good. Dallin Oaks said, A manifestation of the Holy Ghost is given to acquaint sincere seekers with the truth about the Lord and his gospel. For example, the prophet Moroni promises that when we study the Book of Mormon and seek to know whether it is true, sincerely and with real intent, God will manifest the truth of it unto us by the power of the Holy Ghost. Moroni also records this promise from the risen Lord, He that believeth these things which I have spoken, him will I visit with the manifestations of my spirit. These manifestations are available to everyone. The Book of Mormon declares that the Savior manifesteth himself unto all those who believe in him by the power of the Holy Ghost, yea, unto every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. Verse 12, And whatsoever thing persuadeth men to do good is of me, for good cometh of none, save it be save it be of me. I am the same that leadeth men to all good. He that will not believe my words will not believe me that I am, and, that, and he that will not believe me will not believe the Father who sent me. For behold, I am the Father. I am the light and the life and the truth of the world. Elder McConkie said, In the usual manner of speaking, the Father and the Son are two separate personages who are united as one in purpose and plan and in character and attributes. Christ is the firstborn spirit offspring of the Father in premortal life, the only begotten in the flesh. But there are three specific scriptural senses in which Christ is spoken of and known as the Father. One, he is the Father in the sense of being the Creator, and is thus referred to as the Father of the heavens and of the earth and all things that in them are. Two, he is the Father of those who abide in his gospel. Faithful saints who receive him have power given them to become his sons. Those who are spiritually begotten are, bo are born of him. They become the children of Christ, his sons and his daughters. And three, he is the Father by divine investiture of authority. That is, the Father places his own name, power, authority, and Godship on the Son and empowers him to act and speak in the first person as though he were the Father so that his words and acts become and are those of the Father. All things are truly delivered to him by his Father. Verse 13, Come unto me, O ye Gentiles, and I will show unto you the greater things, the knowledge which is hid up because of unbelief. Orson Pratt said, in, in quoting the scripture, he says, I have felt disposed to read these paragraphs, for I highly esteem the Book of Mormon, as I presume do all the Latter-day Saints, but many lay it upon the shelf and let it remain there for a year or two. Consequently, they become careless concerning the dealings of the Lord with the former-day saints. You are not supposed to... You are, you are not to suppose that you are going to be jumped in, into the midst of revelations and by one great and grand step are to burst the veil and to rend it from your eyes. Do you think that you are to step into the celestial kingdom and see it all at once? No, these blessings are by far too precious to be attained in such a way. They are to be attained by diligence and faith from day to day and from night to night. 
Hence, you are to become habituated to do good in your thoughts and conduct, in all that you do, until you become perfectly initiated into the great principles of righteousness, and continue to live uprightly until it becomes a kind of second nature, to be honest, to be prudent, to govern all your passions, and bring all of the influences of the flesh, of the fallen nature, into the most perfect subjection to the law of God. Verse 14, Come unto me, O ye house of Israel, and it shall be made manifest unto you how great things the Father hath laid up for you from the foundation of the world, and it hath not come unto you because of unbelief. Behold, when ye, in other words, us in our day, shall rend the veil of unbelief, it's up to us to increase our faith to do that, which doth cause you to remain in your awful state of wickedness and hardness of heart and blindness of mind, then shall the great and marvelous things which have been hid up from the foundation of the world from you, yea, when ye shall call upon the Father in my name with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, then shall ye know that the Father hath remembered the covenant which he made unto your fathers, O house of Israel. And then shall my revelations, which I have caused to be written by my servant John, be unfolded in the eyes of all the people, meaning John the Revelator. Elder Maxwell said, More... Many more scriptural writings will yet come to us, including those of Enoch, all of the writings of the Apostle John, the records of the lost tribes of Israel, and the approximately two-thirds of the Book of Mormon plates that were sealed. And the day cometh that the words of the book which were sealed shall be read upon the housetops, and they shall be read by the power of Christ. Hugh Nibley said, uh, John enjoys a special place in the Book of Mormon where he is the only future prophet mentioned by name. His special office, however, is not to serve as a prophet so much as a recorder. It is John, the man in the white robe whom Nephi sees in a vision, who is to write the fullest, fullest record of the Lord's ministry and the accurate setting forth of his words as they proceeded out of his mouth, plain and pure and most precious and easy to understand of all men. But his record and those of others to whom the Lord hath shown all things are to be sealed up to come forth in their purity after the bringing forth of the Book of Mormon. Hence Nephi was forbidden to write them. When the Book of Mormon has been brought forth and introduced to the house of Israel, then shall they then shall they know that the work of the Father has commenced upon all the face of the land. And when the people begin to believe, then shall my revelations, which I have caused to be written by my servant John, be unfolded in the eyes of all the people. The time is at hand that they shall be made manifest in, in very deed. Elder uh, Maxwell also said, Today we carry convenient quadruple combinations of the scriptures, but one day, since more scriptures are coming, we may need to pull little red wagons brim full with books. I think that was written probably before there were cell phones that had so much information on them. Uh, verse 16, continuing, Remember, when ye see these things, ye shall know that the time is at hand, that they shall be made manifest in very deed. Therefore, when ye shall receive this record, ye may know that the work of the Father has commenced upon all the face of the land. Therefore, repent, all ye ends of the earth, and come unto me, and believe in my gospel, and be baptized in my name. For he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned, and signs shall follow them that believe in my name. And blessed is he that is found faithful unto my name at the last day, for he shall be lifted up to dwell in the kingdom prepared for him from the foundation of the world. And behold, it is I that hath spoken it. Amen. And so as you have uh, just heard these words, you must know then that the beginning or that the process of the restoration of the gospel has already started. I bear testimony to that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time.